Meseret Warner, today's guest, is the founder and managing director of Ignite Investment, an investment crowdfunding portal serving Ethiopia by drawing on the Ethiopian diaspora to support entrepreneurs based in the country. Meseret will share insights about her work and her superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show, where we empower you. Hello, Meseret. It's so nice to connect with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, visit with me and our audience today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Well, you're doing some amazing work there in Ethiopia, and you're you're joining us today from Ethiopia, I should note. I appreciate you being there. It's getting late in the evening as we record this. So I appreciate you making time and uh, making the, the place for this uh, on a busy day. But um, tell us a, a little bit about Ignite Investment, the crowdfunding, the investment crowdfunding site you're creating for Ethiopia, entre- Ethiopian entrepreneurs and, uh, and the diaspora of Ethiopians around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I'm a diaspora myself. I went back pretty much almost 10 years now. Um, So the market is like really critical lack of access to finance. Um, The Ethiopian and mostly the African access to finance is collateralized debt financing. So if you do not have immobile assets, uh, pretty much... SMEs, small, medium enterprises and startups do not have. So that means they are just completely excluded from access to financing. So we try to look into what type of alternative financing that could be for those types of, which is a majority of the businesses in the country. And and of course, even in developed countries, right? Small, medium enterprises are the, the bulk of jobs are created by those uh, companies. So we try to see uh, first trying to bring in impact investors to try to invest in the African market, the emerging Africa, Ethiopia market. But the deal flow is is pretty much non-existent. 10% deals happen in Ethiopia, mostly because venture capital, especially private equity, is looking for big investment like 10 million and above and things like that and of course startups in small businesses are looking less than a million right so this is when start thinking about how we can actually look into where big capital is coming to Ethiopia and Africa in general 80 billion dollars comes to uh, to the continent every single year as remittances from the diaspora here in Ethiopia just I think a year ago, $5 billion came in as remittances. And we say that even a very small percentage of that, 5% of, you know, 80 billion is close to what, $4 billion. That going to a productive sector of the economy, financing these businesses would be a great thing. So we start creating Ignite Investment, um, try to prove the concept, looking and working with project, even proving the concept, working on project and mobilizing millions of dollars from hundreds of Ethiopian diaspora uh, without even the platform. And then, of course, the work of how does the technicality of crowdfunding works uh, uh, in a country where there is no regulatory framework for um, equity crowd investment? Um, so we we are 
now set up in the US as a, a Delaware C Corp, where we are mobilizing the investors. A lot of high net worth uh, Ethiopian diaspora living in the US, especially even in Washington, DC, there are estimated 300,000 alone in just Washington, DC. Wow. So, yeah, so crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The bulk of Ethiopian diaspora is is in Washington D.C. Um, I think there has been some uh, research done um, uh, for immigrants from Africa, even Ethiopia, and uh, that's even the low end of the estimate. So I heard, could be wrong, uh, Ethiopians in in uh, Washington D.C. are the third language spoken there, uh, from English, Spanish, and Ethiopian. <laughs> so wow. that tells you the magnitude of of the capital and. Uh, how we can get that. And and of course, the majority of the money is going to be remittances because family needs, you know, health care support, you know, food and other things, education. But we also know that from research that Ethiopian diaspora actually invest in, you know, big government projects like the dam, the Renaissance dam. Uh, or other infrastructure, or even charities. So it is a matter of giving them a seamless, trustworthy mechanism where they can actually uh, invest and see impact. That's that's the whole point of crowdfunding, right? It's impact. Um, it's yeah. not it's not just looking for a return, but but making an impact. And that's why um, we try to set up a system where actually they can trust the system we we have to earn the trust it's not it's not given right so um that's why we set it up in Delaware C Corp so that they know that it's regulated it's not you know existing somewhere without being oversight and also here in Ethiopia we work with the Ethiopian regulation uh, using the Ethiopian equity investment mechanism, where after we mobilize it in the U.S., we use the Ethiopian law. Um, and we are also working the Ethiopian, um, the new capital mark, markets authority that's working on actually launching um, the Ethiopian capital market, where equity uh, crowd investment is one of them. Actually, they just released the draft um, directives just a week ago, I think, uh, and it's out for public <laughs> comments. So yeah, hopefully that will make our life much easier, but that's how we are trying to do with Ignite Investment at the moment. Yeah, well, it's already, you've got some great projects up on the website that are raising yeah. money. There's uh, one called Green Scene that is a Green Scene Energy providing uh affordable uh, solar powered on a pay-as-you-go basis to make it affordable for folks. Uh, uh, there's another one that's providing home-based healthcare services that just seems so critical in a, in a place where there's not quite enough healthcare for a lot of people. And uh, so uh, how are they, how are the projects doing? Are they are they successfully raising some money? <laughs> yeah, we just got them on, right? So, so we, the, surprisingly, actually, we are getting amazing response. Even even for myself, I have been surprised. Uh, we do have 
uh, advisory board where that's helping us mobilize investors. Um, and I was telling them, actually, you know, I, we work on it for years. And, and of course, we're expecting to try to start making traction. But I was really pleasantly surprised. Like the first week we launched, um, uh, there was like, I think, 32 signups and um, 12 investors from six different countries. And these are investors that we didn't actually email solicit or anything like that, even though we actually beforehand uh, reached out, I think 35 uh, Ethiopian diaspora and other impact investors who made a commitment, soft commitment of almost uh, half a million dollars. And it wasn't any one of them. So these were like people just walking in into the platform and looking into it and, and signing up and even in putting in some money, as you can see in one of them, uh, in, in a couple of them already. Um, so that, that to me is how much demand there is out there. It's not only from the fundraiser's perspective, but also from the investor's perspective. They really wanted to come into Ethiopia. It's not just the diaspora that want to help their home country and, and you know, their countrymen and women, uh, but also impact investors. The point is there isn't easy way to understand, you know, a country that you probably haven't heard before. And, and if you have heard before, it's always the challenges we hear about. So for us, it, it, it has been really a great surprise. Um, but also, I think um, that we work so hard to make the companies investable because I think um, coming into the Ethiopian market and Ethiopia is a still an infant country in private sector development. The opportunities like boundless, really amazing. Uh, but still, private sector is young, so we need to show them even when they are amazing investment opportunity, they probably needed support to, you know, to, to be able to fundraise. It's not like, you know, we funder where you are saying, okay, well, you are a funder, uh, come with your compiled documents, uh, your own network or things like that. So we need, we, we have a long way to go, but, um, but they are doing amazing so far. Um, and, and also, we're just putting only three to test the water because it's just we are just starting, even though we did on the background before the technology, um, a lot of work behind the scene. Still, there are many companies that are still will be coming in. Uh, but also, I think the most important thing for us is building that trust from the company's perspective uh, and also making it seamless. So if you really want to go into one of the companies and want to invest in that, you would be able to get any due diligence papers. We can link you with the founders. You can directly talk to them so that you can get the feel for those companies, right? Building that community, that relationship, that trustworthiness. That to me is the most important part to build a, a solid background, you know, a solid foundation where the opportunities like boundless, where we can go uh, huge and, and uh, forward. But one thing I would be remiss if I don't mention is that 
in terms of impacts, um, I, I, I um, fully like women economic empowerment, you know, I have been in that space. So 65% of our fundraisers are women. And as you can see on the platform, two out of the three are women. Um, and also, like you say, green scene, who is doing solar energy distribution to the part of the Ethiopia where they do not have access to electricity to do even their homework uh, or clinics and others. So we really go out to make sure these are impactful, great businesses. It's not just like, oh, come and help this, as we usually hear it, what most people do in Africa. But these are amazing business opportunities that are making impact, solving huge challenges. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, this is really quite an accomplishment, Meserat. You, you have done something that is supremely important and of course we want to see it succeed tremendously but but already just its creation you've you've aggregated capital you've got backing you're building something that really could have dramatic impact i congratulate you on that uh, what do you see as your superpower <laughs> it is a, a huge question right um there are two things i would say for that um you know that one of it is to be really part of the, the people, the movement, whatever that might be, that moves the needle forward in getting Africa to be able to actually reach its potential, right? Um, it really breaks my heart in one side of it is, I was a kid, you know, Ethiopia is known for getting aid, humanitarian assistance, and we still are aid dependent which we shouldn't be, because there are amazing opportunities. And I see a lot of Africans that are solving huge challenges. Like I said, the women green scene that's raising capital is already in many Ethiopian regions, 40% of Ethiopians are off grid. And she is reaching areas where she is empowering those people. It's not just her. So helping her grow her businesses, grow that to me is one of the way we can solve our own challenges, our own economic progress and the potential. And, and when I look at this young African solving these problems, is where I am energized every day, <laughs> even, even when we have huge challenges in African entrepreneurship. There is no denying that. We do not have all the infrastructure. We do not have all the electricity. We do not have the ease of doing business. There is no question about that. But at the same time, you look at how these young Africans are amazingly creating this uh, businesses. I'm pretty sure you must have heard Flutter Wave, for example, based in Nigeria, becoming uh, one of the most valued um, African company at $3 billion, is having financial um, inclusion to Africans that are do not even have bank account and now can borrow or buy things and get involved in e-commerce. Or in Ethiopia, you look at Solar Rebel, um, uh, Bethlehem, who is actually doing amazing work uh, globally known now having uh, hundreds of shops in throughout the globe 
uh, producing shoe products out of recycled tires. Um, you know, these are amazing entrepreneurs. And that to me is how we're going to make Africa determine its own destination, solving the health problems, solving the food crisis, solving the air dependency, all those things. So for me is, uh, you know, I was a refugee uh, gang person and now I'm looking at that and I'm saying, why are we seeing this crisis over and over? And I wanted to be part of that, uh, who make who tries at least to, to make progress in, in, in that space. And I really do believe that it's not going to be through aid. It's not going to be through different things. It's going to be through helping and entrepreneurship, investment in trade. And I just want to be in that space, really. So I think, I think, I just want to make sure I'm I'm understanding what you see as your superpower. But I think you're saying it's the, the way you are energized. It's your passion for entrepreneurship, for the people of Ethiopia, for uh, seeing them uh, become not dependent on aid to be become economically independent. I, I, am I hearing you correctly? Absolutely. I think okay. absolutely. I think um, Ethiopians and Africans in general do have the resources, do have the intelligence, do have the acumen. If we just get the resources, the financing, and like any other parts of the world where, you know, in the U.S., where you have SBA, the Small Business you know, Administration, and others, that is supporting and empowering that entrepreneurship that would take their own destination. I just don't want another you know, African or Ethiopian trying to leave the country, uh, trying to find another economic, you know, opportunity, which is fine as well. But at least we can also create our own economic opportunity. And I just want to yeah. be part of that, who creates those opportunities, creating um, and, and thinking about how do we solve these challenges? As you look back over what you've accomplished in your life and career, and you mentioned that you started life as a young person, uh, as a refugee, if I I think. Uh, so you've accomplished a lot, um, <laughs> which uh, is, is impressive. But tell us a little bit about perhaps how you have employed that superpower, that passion, to accomplish something you're proud of. Can you think of an example to share with us? Uh, I would say to me is um, not to be uh, one of the things I would say and why I'm here today is, is really being resourceful, really not giving up on anything. So part, I was in my teens, separated from my family, being in a refugee camp in Kenya. And I can go on and on all the challenges refugees go through, which <laughs> can be another big show on its own. Uh, but, you know, uh, I was also one of the very lucky ones, ended up in Canada, got scholarship to start even my education and, and university. But part of the the success I feel like every part of the challenge I get into is really trying to be resourceful no matter what 
and not giving up. You know, I was at a future camp. I didn't have, you know, someone sponsoring me and I knew that. But just keep on trying whatever was around. So when I applied for, you know, student sponsorship program, I have no idea I would be picked one of just the four people, you know, or seven, I think, um, throughout that East Africa region or, you know, only four of Ethiopians uh, or even finishing my school and didn't have an advisor, what to study, what to do, you know, and, and just being resourceful and asking anyone who may be able to provide that or even, you know, having challenges after that um, and even deciding coming back uh, and seeing this. And I said, uh, starting to this this business and I have no idea where to start, how I'm going to solve this regulation, what I'm going to do. But just because I really learned that resilience and that um, resourcefulness, um, I just keep on asking. I met you today and tomorrow I may ask you, can you help with uh, how the CF regulation works? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and I think I can help you with that. I think I can. I'm the president of the Crowdfunding Professional Association, so I better be able to help you with that. (laughs) um, As as you think about your passion, your superpower, and, and that resourcefulness that you talked about, how would you coach someone to develop that strength? I know it seems like it's intrinsic or it's personal, but but at the same time, uh, lots of people would recognize that they want to accomplish great things, but they may not feel that same passion. Is there some way you can coach them to find it, to discover it? I think uh, one of the things I do, I do research no matter what, how little the question is, not really big research, but if I don't know a word you are asking me tomorrow, I would just go. And especially nowadays, it, it, it is really available, readily available, whether it's YouTube or whether, you know, you have to make sure, double check that the internet is full of also misinformation. But I think... Um, Instead of saying, I cannot do this, I cannot do that. How about I try this? How about I try that? You know, I know it's cliche to say those things, but it is very true. Um, Sometimes you keep on trying and then, um, and and of course, a little bit of luck sometimes helps. But I think uh, in, in the process of keep on trying anything, keep on whether if you're going to go to a better career path, what the way to go is learning more skills in the field that you want to be, right? Uh, when I started the crowdfunding, for example, Indigna Investment, I chartered out what are the things I need to do. And probably 80% of the things weren't something I knew already. So I'm like, okay, who do I ask? What do I I know in my network who knew this part of the regulation or this part of the investment club or this was part of the diaspora network or can it happen into the Ethiopian embassy or can it happen into you know the diaspora uh, research center all those things most of them may not pan out but 
you would be surprised. I, I, I have always been surprised how much actually surprisingly you can pick up and you're like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it is really quite surprising how much we learn. And it's very important. Um, for example, you know, I was preparing for this show, right? I have to tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to a good friend of mine who is also our advisory board, um, uh, who, who, who really is a good person. And I was asking, and then he said, by the way, he said he was driving from LA and then listening to a podcast, not yours, but a podcast. And then he was listening to Silicon Valley unicorns, and now they are venture investors. And some of them were saying, oh, if I knew that um, a, a fundraiser would say, uh, can you write a check of $25,000? And then he said, he said, no, I cannot afford that. And then he let it go. But if he said, how about five? And he said for a startup, that would have made a huge difference. And even for him, that company became a unicorn, that 5,000 probably have turned, you know, a return of millions, right? So to me, it's like, oh my God, I got to mention that for our crowdfunding, you know, that people may say, or maybe somebody may listen to this podcast and say, wow, Africa, I don't know what that is. What is Ethiopia? I don't know what that is. But they can say, you know, I cannot write 25,000 check or I cannot invest in that one. But they can say, look, I can test the waters by putting thousand dollars or five hundred dollars that's our minimum and they would be surprised how much impact they would get right so for sure. me like um finding that opportunity to learn every day and see how that can actually make a very small step forward and gives you energy right and there are days i keep on pulling my hair and say what am i doing here but then you know i get a small win and then i say yeah this is why i'm doing it you know just celebrate the small wins yeah that's great. That's great. Well, uh, Mesra, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I appreciate all of your wisdom and insights. Before we wrap up, may I ask you just to tell people how they can learn more about uh, Ignite Investment and how they can connect with you either by email or social media or phone, whatever you want them to do to connect with you, please tell them. Yeah, um, I am everywhere, honestly. I, I try to have all the social media. So I, I do have Meseret or Messi on, on Twitter. Uh, we do have the website, igniteinvestment.com, and um, there is a contact us. They can send that info. Um, there is also even a phone number there. Uh, I am mostly, uh, easiest way to do is just writing my name on LinkedIn, um, that I am there too. Um, one of the things I would be remiss if I didn't mention is that um, it would be amazing for anyone who can think of a way to help. Uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily volunteering. It doesn't have to be necessarily even investing the $500. But we also link our startups with uh, know-how. Um, you know, somebody can be an advisor, a mentor, or, or anything that can actually move a needle. 
in helping these companies grow, right, and become uh, employers and become the next corporations of Africa, Ethiopia, um, and also philanthropy. Uh, I know that you do talk to a lot of philanthropy, for example, that they can co-invest, right? Um, if they invest, for example, in one of those three companies, not a lot of money, um, a thousand, um, that encourages other private investors and they would say, wow, if this organization, if this philanthropy is getting in, I may as well get in and have an impact. So those things would make a huge difference. You may think it's so small, but it really makes a, a huge difference uh, in catalyzing a lot of activities, not just capital by itself. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, again, Mesra, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success with Ignite Investment for Ethiopia. This is so exciting. We want to see you succeed and hope you will. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show twice each week. We host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit DevonThorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.